Here's a long clip shot, broken up by Camp. He tries to get it out. What a play, Nurse, to keep it alive. Neal to Nurse, the shot. He fired it wide. Hawks win. Hawks win. The Chicago Blackhawks have won a series for the first time since the Stanley Cup championship of 2015. As the, the horn sounded, a poor hit by Anthony CU. Hawks don't like it. Who cares at this point? Hawks win. Series over. And there you have it, uh, cursory last night on NBC uh, Sports uh, Network and NBCS Chicago uh, locally right now. If anyone got a chance to enjoy the game right now, those, believe it or not, the Blackhawks right now, first ever playoff series win in five years right now as they have uh, defeated the Edmonton Oilers right now, who are also a number five seed. You also saw teams like the Pittsburgh Penguins right now, who seems like age is starting to catch up with them as well they have been knocked out of the first round by a montreal canadians team any of the teams who have been in the Stanley club qualifying round now qualify for the top uh, draft prospect uh coming up uh which will be decided on monday and uh this guy right here who uh teams will be uh looking to see who they'll get number one for he is Alexi Lafreniere. He plays in uh, Montreal uh, overseas right now. So uh, welcome back here to ChicagolandSportsRadio.com. Uh, Reese, I don't know if you got a chance to see any of the hockey this week aside from the NBA, but that has to feel good for a lot of Chicago and Blackhawks fans. You know, uh, with the hockey, I haven't got a chance to see it. I like that thing. With the hockey, um, I saw that. Chicago Hawks was actually going to get the uh, 12 team. I want to say I counted them out already. But, you know, I, was thinking, I was I was kind of like, oh, okay, let's see what the Hawks can do. But after the first few games, I was, uh, people was calling me crazy. But I said, I think the Hawks might actually take this. You know, everybody was like, you know, Chicago, you know the Hawks are not going to do it. So I, uh, I definitely enjoyed seeing us, like you said, our first playoff win in five years. Get back into that winning coaching. And we know how we was in the playoffs, man. If we catch fire, anything can happen. You know, we won, what, I think three out of six years or something like that. So, I, you know, I think that once we catch fire, any, anything is possible. So, so a good job, Blackhawks. Uh, you're the only Chicago team that really has been doing something for us lately. So, man, and go ahead and bring up another one, man. Uh, we'll, we'll come out and celebrate. We can have a viral parade. A viral for everybody to fight it the viral downtown parade. Yeah, I mean, no no kidding, right? I mean, and this is a crazy thing about it, too. I mean, since they could not finish their season, I mean, a lot of sports league, North American sports, have been... Sc- What's up? I said we was counted out. Remember, we was doing shows, and we was, you know, like begging for wins. We was counted out bad season, and look at us now. 
Yeah, I mean, that is true. I mean, I, I think uh, one of the things, too, for the Blackhawks, too, I mean, the good thing is they got some, like, other younger guys on this uh, team that has been uh, showing up, I mean, for this season. I mean, you look at uh, guys like Akubalik right here who actually had about uh, six points in this uh, series. But Jonathan Taze, I mean, he'll once again get the honor of, like, uh, this series right here. He had the most uh, goals, most power play goals with uh, three in here. And then he also had seven points along the way. And I know Corey Crawford, I mean, there's been a lot of frustrations. I mean, look at the recent history of the collapses ever since winning that last Stanley Cup. Kind of like in the position where they were, I mean, when they had those losses in that first round. It was pretty much like like the last time they were there in 2017. It was basically like the same like in 2011, 2012. Lost in the first round to the Vancouver Canucks seven games the following year. Phoenix Coyotes, they get eliminated in six games. Then they uh, take advantage of a shortened season right there, and they're able to have the Presence Trophy, which is number one seed in all of hockey, and they are able to uh, win the Stanley Cup, uh, beating teams along the way, the Minnesota Wild, coming back from three games, one series deficit against the Red Wings, which I thought was very key and pivotal winning that year. <laughs> that, that was uh, interesting because that was the last time the Red Wings were uh, in the Western Conference. They moved over to the East. Then they handled the Kings in five games. And then later on, they uh, beat the Boston Bruins in six games, which was a tough, grit series. But aside from that, too, I mean, like in 2015, I mean, their last Stanley Cup final point, who they got their uh, win against, that was uh, definitely against the Tampa Bay Lightning right there. So, I mean, they got a lot of stuff right now to be uh, excited about right now. And uh, they definitely uh, got a lot right now uh, to just uh, sit back and, and soak in. I mean, you look at it right here. And I, I really believe, I, I want a record saying, too, if they win this uh, series, uh, Reese, I felt like uh, for them being a number 12 seed, anyone that was below that eighth seed, and who had to be qual subdued to that qualifying round uh, by Gary Bettman. Uh, and I think this is the smartest thing. Gary Bettman, for once, looks like a good guy in, uh, as a commissioner for right now. He accepts being booed as far as like Stanley Cup tra trophy presentations. But I feel like winning this series, it makes it feel like if the season would continue, it pretty much vindicates you to be in the round of 16 teams, a regular round. Not the expanded version with the other... Uh, eight teams are remaining in the bracket for this 2014 format. This basically says the season will have finished. You basically clinched a playoff spot. You will have hung in there and found a way. That's what that series say, says for me. How about you? Yeah, definitely. Uh, like I said, they're skating really good. They're scoring points. Uh, both the issues have been up and down, but I feel like if, if we can keep skating the way we're skating and putting up points at every point, then the yeah, goalie shouldn't really give up too, too many at night, but we got to put some points up. I don't see us winning any 1-0 games, 2-1 games, really, you know. I, I think, I, like, a lot of our games, we have to score three points, you know, depending on, like, how we skate in at least three. And I and I do believe, I mean, they call fire at the right time. These young cats are starting to feel it, and, they, and they're saying, hey, man, we in here with a 12th seed at a fifth. They already came in thinking that they were going to win. They didn't shock the world, keep shocking them. Keep playing, keep playing Blackhawks hockey, and, and we will, and we will be back in the Stanley Cup. 
So right now, the only uh, question right now is going to be determined right now, more than likely, who they're going to end up facing. It's going to be the between the winner of the Vegas Golden Knights and uh, right now the Colorado Avalanche. They're playing each other right now. And I must say, if, if I'm a Hawks fan right now, I'm probably hoping that I'd be playing a Colorado Avalanche because, to be honest with you, the Vegas Golden Knights team who uh, came out on fire in their first year, of course they had the expansion portion of the draft, but my thing is with the Vegas Golden Knights, I mean, they had just as good a team last year, and I think uh, what ended up happening was they got tripped up in that early round uh, by the San Jose Sharks when you had a 3 nothing lead late in the third period right there. It was a first-round playoffs. It was Game 7. It was in San Jose right there. They got hit with a five-minute major right there, and they ended up uh, etching out the Knights 5-4. to four. I'm telling you right now, if they're facing a team like the Golden Knights, they're, they could be in some trouble right there. Yeah, they could be in some trouble, but I think right now the Blackhawks, they're, they're ready for anybody. You know, you got to, you know, take them off the ice. They're ready. They've already been counting down once, and they're looking at it like, okay, well, one of these teams will be over me, so I'll be, I'll be counting down again. So they just got to come out there and, and show these analysts and these people that think that they know everything, but you don't. We're playing some very good hockey right now. We're skating good. We're defending good. As long as we stay uh, disciplined and, and don't go into the penalty box and get them uh, uh, power plays, I really do think that the Blackhawks has a, a very good chance of advancing a few rounds in this playoff. So let me ask you a question. What do you think right now, second-year uh, coach Frank Culleton right now? I mean, this was a guy who had some question marks uh, earlier in the season right now. Uh, taking over in the second year, I mean, when you have a legendary coach and – Joe Quinville, of course, who ran his course right there. He was uh, dismissed early in the 2018-2019 season. But what does this say about like uh, his attitude, his approach right now? I mean, and especially for like some of the veteran guys like uh, Patrick Kane, Jonathan Tays, uh Patrick, uh, I mean, uh, Duncan Keith, in my opinion. And, of course, you still got Corey Crawford. I mean, I, I felt Corey Crawford did decent. I mean, it wasn't all eye-opening, but I think they did enough around him. I think the Hawks proved right now with some of the youth talent they got, they can be just as fast with anybody. Exactly. They can. So, I mean, for the coach, I think he, he just showed that he's the type of coach that can, that can tell his team, hey, man, even when you count it out, unless you're out, you're not out. He's taking, he's got these guys pushing, playing, you know, playing better than the other teams that's supposed to be playing better than them. They're controlling the puck. They're skating up and down quick. Uh, they, they're defending well. They're the full package as of right now. So I, I'm ready for anybody. I would agree with you. Them Knights came out smoking. So, you know, yeah, I guess maybe, but anything. So I think as long as the Hawks are prepared, and they understand that, hey, we gotta, we gotta go out there and do our job. Don't worry about what the papers say. We was just we was just 12 and we and we beat the fifth seed. So they don't know anything on, on any given night, any given ice, I like that. <laughs> any given night, any given ice, anything can happen. So if the coaches can you know, tell his team that this right here was something big. To me, it's all about what he said after this. 
it's all about did he get his guys to believe in? And we was we was almost counting out if the regular season continues. I don't think they get the slot. We was almost counted out. Now we're in, guys. So this just show you that anything's possible. I I was just curious on what he tell his guys after that to keep them guys motivated to keep playing at this level because that that's what they need right. It's consistency. So if he got his guys ready coaching, then this is a very, very good sign for him. So let me ask you, of all the upsets that happened in the first uh, round of the qualifying of the playoffs, uh, of the expanded version, which one do you think was like the worst exit by a team in this bracket so far from what you could see? Well, being that I'm a Blackhawks fan, I've really only seen the Blackhawks head. So... Uh, like I said, this one to me was just um, it was shocking. I'm not gonna lie. I, I, I watched it. I turned away because I didn't think that they can hold on to it. Kind of like when I did the White Sox. Like when I watched the White Sox all the way back in '06, I think '05, all the way out in '05. Like I, I watched it, but I had to turn away because I just couldn't believe it was really happening in Chicago. We seem to always find a way that ain't to do it to blow it. So, you know, I, I will say that this one, being as this, every analyst I watched the sports counted them out. Yeah, I don't think that one picked them, you know, even for a slim chance. So to see this happen right here, you know, it's a, it's a beautiful thing because, like I said, I don't think they, I don't think they play out first if the regular season continues. Yeah, I, I think a very uh, good point on that right now. And uh, so far, of all the upsets that have uh, happened in this uh, opening round of the expanded uh, version, we have about, uh, let's see, we, we, we have, uh, we, we actually have like about, uh, like uh, right now, like three upsets basically. You had the Phoenix Coyotes and eliminate the Nashville Predators yesterday, so they'll, they'll be leaving the bubble environment. Plus, you also had the Pittsburgh uh, Penguins. What's up? What number? For the Coyotes? They were 11 going up against the number 6 Nashville Predators team. So then the uh, number 6 team lost. Yeah, no, they, they lost to them. Then you also had the Blackhawks, who actually be a number 5 Edmonton Orioles team. That's the same case with the Penguins and Canadians. Canadians, number 12 seed, eliminate the Pittsburgh Penguins. And this is a team right here, too. I got to say, watching this. Yeah, well, that, that was a third like lot, like upset in this uh Expand version so, round. Is uh is uh so which teams are going four five and four five six? Kinda. I had to take a look at it again uh, right now, but I do know. I, I'm just gonna say this right now. I think definitely. I think the Penguins won. Uh, that was probably like the worst loss in their franchise history. I think up to this point, in my opinion. I mean, you had you're going up against a team who was trying to like uh, set themselves up for a draft uh, lottery. And then you have this uh, thing with the pandemic shutting everything down. I mean, you have uh, Gary Bettman come up with this uh, proposal with the the owners and then the union to have 2014 playoff. And not only that, too, they go 10 for 12 on the power play. I mean, no, no, excuse me. 10 for 12 on the penalty kill by the Montreal Canadiens right here against a very, very savvy uh, team in the Penguins. So I'm just going to leave it at that. It was just not a good day at the office right there. You got a team who's definitely uh, showing its age right there, I feel. But uh, right now, we're going to go ahead and uh, transition. 
Uh, coming up, when we get back, we'll get into some MLB upper deck right now. Um, you got the commissioner, Rob Manfred, saying, we got this thing called win percentage that'll sort this thing out. I got another phrase you'll be able to hear me go off on when we get back. And plus, we'll close our usual segment with Step Up to the Plate. I'm Charles Project Richie. That's Reese Ruler. You're watching and listening to On Deck on CSR. Mm-hmm. 